Thank You, Lord, for Your blessings to me. I'd like for you to turn in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 19 and verse 9. And they said, Stand back. And they said again, This one fellow came in to sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Now will we deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You that it's true. We pray that You would help us to see the truth of it again this morning. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord's timing is always perfect. For the last three months or so, uh, we've been studying the days of Lot. And I believe the Lord directed us here um, into these studies for such a time as this. Last week, we were made aware of a drag show that's coming to the Sunrise Theater. We talked about it in the message last Sunday morning, how it is another example of the truth of this book, the truth of the words of the Lord Jesus in Luke chapter 17. Likewise also, as it was in the days of Lot, even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. And at the end of the service, there was a sheet in the back that uh, you were free to take or leave. And on that sheet was the contact information for uh, Kevin Dietzel, the executive director of the Sunrise Theater, as well as the contact information for two of the sponsors, uh, Realty World, the Nikki Bowman team, and Manifest Boutique. On Monday and Tuesday, we sent a letter home to all the parents who send their children to Calvary Christian School. Um, the letter included um, a, the poster that was advertising the drag show. And the letter begins, Dear Parents, the attached poster is a call to action. The LGBTQ forces are coming to Southern Pines and they are after our children. You can see from the poster that student tickets are half price. This is their target audience to peddle their abomination. I think that statement is irrefutable. Student tickets were advertised on the flyer for half price with student ID. There was no mention of a minimum age on the flyer. Although the Sunrise website said 16 and up. And when you consider that every 16 year old in this county who attends a public high school has a student ID, then I don't think that there's very much doubt about who the target audience is. That goes right along with 
drag queen story hour in public libraries and public schools across this nation. In addition, it is reported that in a recent interview, the owner of the House of Cox, for whom these it's located in Durham, and these drag performers work for that um, company, he said in a recent interview that their goal is to have more children involved in their shows so they can explore their sexuality. So their target audience is our children. But back to the letter. God's Word is very clear. Genesis 1.27 So God created man in His own image. In the image of God created He Him. Male and female created He them. There are no other genders. Deuteronomy 22.5 The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment, for all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. The truth of God is that women are not to identify as men, and men are not to identify as women. It is an abomination to God. The truth of God is that our gender cannot be changed. Psalm 100 verse 3 says, Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. Someone has said that the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Now I want to stop right there for just a minute. The letter begins with a call to action. And here's the action that the letter recommends. Does it demand it? Does it force it or coerce it? Here's the action that the letter recommends. Something that we can do is contact the executive director of the Sunrise. His name is Kevin Dietzel. He can be contacted by going to the Sunrise Theater website listed below and leaving your message there. We need to contact him and voice our opposition and ask that the Sunrise cancel this show. In addition, the following local businesses are sponsoring this attack on the children of this community. Realty World, the Nikki Bowman team, Manifest Boutique, and we gave the email addresses. These businesses should be contacted and asked to withdraw their sponsorship. We would also encourage you to contact the members of the Southern Pines Town Council. And then the letter closes by saying a permit has been approved for us to gather and protest from 5 to 7 on the day of the show. The time for silence is over. We must earnestly contend for the faith. We must refuse the evil and choose the good by letting our voices be heard. That's the letter. And apparently some of you and some number of our parents and others in the community. We aren't the only ones who expressed our concern. One of our parents, I won't give uh, the name because I don't want to expose their identity, sent out an email on Thursday afternoon, the 17th, to Mr. Creech. And that email, it, it included an email chain about this event with a sample letter that people could use to send to the sunrise with the admonition let's flood their inbox in protest please share, share, share 
Uh, I received a copy of the poster from someone outside of this church on Wednesday night the 16th with a note asking if I had seen uh, this. And I mentioned this to give credit and to acknowledge that we were not the first and we were certainly not the only people letting our voices be heard. We gave out the email information on Sunday. Brother Jed sent out a sample letter to the email prayer request list. We sent out the letters, the first letters, to parents on Monday. And our emails got results. Monday night, the Sunrise issued a statement which read in part, the Sunrise Theater has received a tremendous amount of feedback about the upcoming Downtown Divas event. We appreciate all thoughtful feedback and questions. He goes on to say um, that one of the things that was used or one of the arguments that was made is that this event would expose children to explicit content. Duh. While we do not believe that the content of this show will be explicit in nature, out of the abundance of caution, they raise the age from 16 to 18. No one under the age of 18 will be admitted. As part of the Sunrise's security protocols, tickets and IDs will be checked at the door. And I, I want to thank you. I want to thank all of you who sent emails on Sunday afternoon and Monday because you helped to influence this decision. And those who sent emails after Monday, after the decision was made, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And it just helped to confirm the sentiment of this community against this drag show. That brings us to Tuesday. On Tuesday morning, the pilot called the school and wanted to talk about the letter. We didn't send them one, but they obviously got one. I was in class when they called, and then uh, we had the K-5 and first grade Thanksgiving program after that. And may I just say what a blessing that program was. Um, it was just tremendous. But also... Um, I wanted to know Mr. Creech's schedule before I called this gentleman back because I wasn't going to talk to the pilot alone. The Bible says, In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. It's not that I don't trust the pilot. It's that I don't trust the pilot. <laughs> so I called the reporter, Jamie Baxley. We played phone tag, but eventually we made contact. And he said he wanted to talk about the letter that was sent out to the parents. I told him we would be happy to talk to him at his convenience at the school. He said that his print deadline for Wednesday's paper had passed. Uh, he said we could talk on the phone right then. And I declined for the reasons stated above. And told him again that we'd be happy to talk with him in person at his convenience, he said he understood. The only question he asked me was, since the age had been raised from 16 to 18, were the protests going to stop? I told him absolutely not. I haven't seen the print story, but I want to share with you some excerpts from the online story that Mr. Baxley wrote. 
And bear with me as I try to keep all these papers in, uh, together and flowing in the right direction. Um, listen to how the story begins. A planned drag show in downtown Southern Pines had become a lightning rod on social media even before Saturday's deadly mass shooting at a gay nightclub in Colorado. That's the opening sentence. And what it does is lump those who oppose the drag show here with the shooter at the gay nightclub in Colorado. Now what Mr. Baxley conveniently leaves out of his article is any mention of the fact that the lawyers who represent Mr. Aldrich said he identified as non-binary and uses they, them as his pronouns and will be addressed in court as Mix M-X Aldrich. The man who did the shooting at the gay club in, in, in Colorado is part of the LGBTQ plus movement. Same thing happened this week at a uh, gay club in New York. It was vandalized. So the media report is round up the usual suspects as being guilty. But when they caught the guy who did it, guess what? He was a gay man. This is the media narrative. We're the haters. We're the violent ones. But the truth is that the shooter in Colorado is not some MAGA, fundamentalist, Christian, heterosexual. He's part of the LGBTQ community. And so to begin this story the way Mr. Baxley does, I believe, is journalistic malpractice. The article goes on. The discourse only intensified in the aftermath of the rampage at Club Q. After the attack, the leadership of Sand Hills Pride, a local LGBTQ organization, began discussing its own upcoming drag event at Sunrise Theater. There's the connection again between our peaceful protests and the violence in Colorado. Our community is devastated, said Lauren Mathers, director of Sand Hills Pride. It's alarming, it's increasing, and it's getting out of control. We only have a few safe spaces, and now they're being invaded by violence. So here's this inference again. We're violently invading their safe space by our emails, by our words. Organizers of the Downtown Divas drag show at sunrise were already weighing safe safety concerns ahead of the December 3rd event. Some worried that attendees would face hostility from the Proud Boys, a far-right nationalist group whose members disrupted a drag event in nearby Sanford last month. Here's this association again between those who are against the drag show with the Proud Boys. Folks, I want to make something perfectly clear. We're not part of the Proud Boys. And we want nothing to do with the Proud Boys. And if they show up next Saturday, I believe our protest needs to end. And we need to leave. The board of this church does not want to be associated with the Proud Boys in any shape, manner, or form. 
Those concerns grew after a number of Facebook users posted comments, many of which included homophobic and transphobic language denouncing the popular downtown theater for agreeing to host the event. Kevin Dietzel, executive director of Sunrise, was surprised by the backlash. The theater partnered with Sand Hills Pride for a previous drag event without controversy in 2019. Well, I have to apologize to you because I never knew they had an event up there. Maybe it's because it wasn't so widely advertised and known. I don't know, but um, sorry I missed it. In addition to comments on Facebook, the theater has been inundated with phone calls, Instagram messages, and emails about the show. Several of the emails contain text from a form letter. So I don't know if that's from Brother Jed's um, form letter or it was from the, one of the parents at our school's form letter, arguing that the event shouldn't be here and isn't in line with the values of the community, according to Dietzel. And I would just say here, that we do have a say in the community values and standards as they relate to the Sunrise Preservation Group. They receive taxpayer funds from you and me. The money flows from the National Endowment for the Arts. It was a dark day in 1965 when that agency came into existence. Because they have taken sin nudity and sex and every perversion thereof and called it art so that it can be protected by the First Amendment. And they've done it with our money. Bless Jesse Helms' heart. That man fought every year that he was in the Senate to get the funding for the National Endowment for the Arts eliminated or cut so the money flows um, from you and me to the National Endowment for the Arts. It then flows to the North Carolina Arts Council and then to the Art Count, Arts Council of Moore County. And some of that money goes to the Sunrise Preservation Group. So we do have a say in what is brought in there. Mr. Dietz goes on to say that the Sunrise in it is an inclusive space we're a community resource and we don't discriminate on who uses the space or what type of event they place unless it's a known hate group. In an interview before the shooting at Club Q, there's the reference again, Dietzel said the theater had been in communication with Chief Nick Polidori of the Southern Pines Police Department and planned to contract with a private company to provide added security during the show. He then mentions how the age was changed from 16 to 18. Then, in a bold headline, honoring the art, and the head of Sand Hills Pride goes uh, on about how uh, this drag show is art. It's art. What we were talking about a moment ago. Sin, sin, in the guise of art, protected by the First Amendment, funded on some level by the taxpayers of this country. Then we come to the big headline, Call to Action. 
On Monday, parents of students at Calvary Christian School in Southern Pines received a copy of the poster for Downtown Divas with a letter calling the event an attack on the children of this community. The letter, which is undersigned by school administrator Charles Garrison and Principal Dwight Creech, reads, and then to Mr. Baxley's credit, he prints almost the entire letter. And I do give him credit for that. He printed the scriptures. And then he says, Garrison and Creech encourage parents to voice our opposition and ask that the sunrise cancel this show. They also ask parents to contact the two businesses sponsoring the event. He gives the name. As well as members of the Southern Pines Town Council. I don't know if any of you contacted them. I sent one to every, an email to each one of them. You know how many responses I got back? None. Absolutely none. The letter ends with Garrison and Creech saying a permit has been approved for us to gather and protest if the event is not canceled. Uh, asked by a reporter if the protest would continue in light of the show's newly announced age restriction, Garrison said absolutely. He declined to elaborate over the phone. Elaborate about what? See, the implication there, there's some nefarious plan afoot to have this violent protest. Well, then we come to Thursday and Channel 5 News sent a reporter, photographer here, to file this report. A drag show planned next weekend in Southern Pines is prompting big reaction from critics. WRAL News obtained a letter sent by Calvary Christian School in Southern Pines to businesses in the town sponsoring the event. They couldn't even get that right. The letter was not sent to businesses in town. It was sent to the parents who send their children to this school. Uh, someone called WRAL and challenged them on this, and they got swore at. And um, were, were treated very badly. Uh, they quote the letter, the LGBT. LGBTQ forces are coming to Southern Pines. They're after our children. The letter reads in part, this is their target audience to peddle their abomination. A drag show entitled Downtown Divas is scheduled for December 3rd at the Sunrise Theater. Organizers planned the event before the deadly mass shooting last week at Club Q. They, the organizers here in Southern Pines, said rhetoric often leads to violence. There's the uh, journalistic malpractice on the part of Channel 5 linking Calvary Christian School to the violence in Colorado with no mention again of the LGBTQ man who actually uh, committed the crime. I'm constantly baffled by the level of vitriolic rhetoric that comes the direction of the LGBTQ community, said Sandhills Pride Executive Director Lauren Mathers. I just feel like everyone has gotten much louder and much angrier. And the report goes on with Mathers and the mention of the Proud Boys and links, links to stories about the Colorado shooting, quotes from Naomi Dix, one of the drag performers, and just for the record, neither Mr. Creech nor myself 
were contacted by Channel 5. And then we come to Facebook. I'll spare you my lecture about Facebook other than to repeat something that someone sent me some time ago. It said, I don't know if Facebook has ever made the lame to walk, but it has beyond all doubt enabled the dumb to speak. <laughs> well, here's, with that in mind, I give you the comments. Tell the name. No, I'm not going to do that. It's on the web if you want to look it up. You can, um, but I won't give the names. Uh, the names have been changed, as Jack Webb used to say, to modify it to protect the guilty. Um, here we go. Did y'all see the letter that Calvary Christian Church sent out to people? The letter is full of hate and nonsense. That's a real good opinion of the Word of God, isn't it? It also states that they have acquired a permit to protest, and they have a picture of the letter. Disgusting, the next person replies. It's evil work at the hand of a church, this person says again. Reputable churches should stand up against this kind of hatred. And may I say, folks, they have. Though I would not call them reputable. Do you know how many churches... I mean, of all the letters that we sent home by parents... And our parents that send their children to this school represent a number of churches in this county, in this town. Do you know how many churches have called and said, thank you for your stand. And we want to let you know that we stand with you. You know how many? Not one that I'm aware of. Not one. The next person replies, that church and school is disgusting and breaks the constitutional law of keeping church and state separate. Now, that would be comical if it wasn't so pathetic. This person is obviously a graduate of public school. I went to a Christmas program and had to walk out because the preacher ended it with a monologue of how his patrons were required by their soul to vote for a certain candidate. Like, wow. Yep, Calvary Church and school are all about indoctrination. They groom their students from day one to not listen nor believe anything outside of what they are taught at Calvary. This next one is, is heartbreaking to me because this one is from the child of a family that came to this church some years ago. And she says this, Hey, Calvary Christian School slash church, I and many other people have stories of this God-forsaken place that we will never forget. If people are concerned about grooming children, then look no further than your local evangelical church. Matter of fact, go protest the H-E-L-L -L out of this place and tell them I sent you. The child of a family 
a child who came to this school. It's just heartbreaking. Local churches are sending this out. Read the second sentence. This person, he is talking about the LGBTQ forces are coming to Southern Pines and they are after our children. Another person says, I think their Jesus and my Jesus aren't the same guy. You think? They're not. They're worshiping another Jesus. The hate and fear these people have in their hearts is abhorrent. This is a, listen to this one, this is a political call to action and can be reported to the IRS for anyone feeling fancy. Folks, this is not a political issue, it is a moral issue for which the church of Jesus Christ is to stand up against. No IRS problem in that at all. Unreal, another person says. This is horrible, another person says. Can churches be reported to the IRS? I thought they weren't supposed to get involved in politics. This isn't politics. I believe you can revoke their tax-exempt status by reporting them to the IRS. And then another fellow, same fellow by the way, comes on and gives the the website for the IRS, the complaint process for tax-exempt organizations. Another person says, more disgusting propaganda. And then finally, it's very sad. I invited Sand Hills Pride to host a wine tent at our fall event. They did and were able to raise some funds, but they asked several times if the venue would be safe for them. This made an impression. I did the best I could to be sure they were comfortable at the event. I'm familiar with the church that is attacking the event and they are extremely radical and in my opinion, not very Christian. Now I've read all of these because folks, that all of this, all of this is a fulfillment of Bible prophecy. It's the fulfillment of the words of the Lord Jesus. Likewise also as it was in the days of Lot, even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. And notice how it was in the days of Lot. Look again at Genesis 19 and verse 9. And they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came in to sojourn and he will needs be a judge. Now will we deal worse with thee than with them? And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. Everything was fine in Sodom as long as Lot, the Christian, said nothing. As long as he kept his beliefs to himself. But look what happened when Lot let his voice be heard publicly. You can talk about this stuff in your church all you want to. But look what happened when he let his voice be heard publicly. Late as it was, weak as it was. Look what happened when he spoke just four simple words. 
I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. When Lot spoke those four words, do not so wickedly, the reaction of the people of Sodom was, stand back. In other words, stand down. Get out of our way. Isn't that the very reaction that we've received this week? And then they said, this one fellow came in to sojourn and he will needs be a judge? Who are you to judge us? Who are you to judge us? We know a Jesus. And the Jesus we know, He won't judge us. Who are you to judge us? That was the reaction of the people of Sodom to the truth. It's the reaction of many of the people in this town. And the point that the people of Sodom missed and the point that these people in Southern Pines are missing is that we are not judging them. The Lord Jesus Christ, the Word living, spoke the Word written. He is judging them and will judge them. Listen to the words of the Lord in John 12 and 48. 12 verse 48. He that rejecteth me. That's what's happening here in Southern Pines. They aren't rejecting us. They're rejecting the Lord Jesus Christ. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words. Not our words, but God's words. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him. And it is not us. It is not this church. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken. The word of Genesis 1.27 and Leviticus 18.22 and Deuteronomy 22.5 and Psalm 100 verse 3 and Romans 1.26 and 27. This is the word that God has spoken. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. And that's the sad part of that verse. Because that day is at hand. That's what we've been talking about in our, in our last couple of messages in, the, in verses 9 through 11 here. When things reach this point in Sodom, when the, the, the people of Sodom pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. That's what Sandhill's pride and the pilot and WRAL and the Sunrise Preservation Society and all these people on Facebook are doing. And when that happened in Sodom, the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut to the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. We've been talking about how that is a picture of the rapture and the immediate aftermath of it. And we are on the verge of that event. And I think the events of this Weak demonstrate that very plainly. These people, and this is the heartbreaking part of it, 
These people are in peril of their souls and they don't even know it. They are opposing themselves. They're opposing themselves. And we are in meekness, not anger. I know that's hard. But we are in meekness, not anger, to instruct those that oppose themselves. If God, peradventure, will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. He is sitting back laughing at these people. He cares absolutely nothing about them. And yet, the one who loved them unto death the one who gave his life and shed his blood that they might be saved, he's the problem. How deceived these people are. The Lord will give them repentance because he's long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He will give them, he will give you if you're lost today. He'll give you repentance if you will come to the end of yourself and you'll humble your heart and you cry out to the Lord, the one, the only one who is mighty to save. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And He'll save your soul. There is no pit deep enough where the love and mercy and grace of God cannot reach and lift that person up and set their feet upon a rock and establish their going and put a new song in their heart. Not a song of error, not a song of protest against the truth, but a song of praise unto our God because there's people all over this auditorium that can stand up and tell how it's happened in their lives. He's the one who is mighty to save. If we're saved today, we need to remember that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They aren't physical. But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. One of those strongholds got pulled down this week, didn't it? Raising the age from 16 to 18. That's a victory, folks. Don't minimize it. It's an important victory. Those strongholds are not physical. They're spiritual. Paul describes them in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We have to remember that. And we have to act according to Ephesians 6.13. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Folks, let's not be discouraged. The Lord Jesus warned us, in the world ye shall have tribulation. 
but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Our Father, we thank You that we know the truth. And we don't say that in a boastful way. It is a miracle that we know the truth. It's a miracle that there came a point and a day in our lives when we turned away from ourselves and we turned to the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What a Savior. And that's our desire for every lost person. It's our desire for the sand, people in the Sand Hills Pride Organization. It's our desire for the people at the pilot and WRAL and the people on Facebook who are opposing themselves and who are one step away from losing their souls forever. We pray for them today. And we pray that there would be a meekness about us. Not anger, but a meekness to instruct those that oppose themselves. To stand for you in a way that will bring glory and honor to your name. We just commit these things to you. We thank you for this church. We thank you for the people that are here who are willing to stand for the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. We pray your blessings upon them. We look to you to protect this place and to protect this school and to have your will and way in our gathering uptown next Saturday evening. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.